Tis the season for chicken fingers at Raising Cane's. Warm up with cooked order chicken fingers, crispy crinkle cut fries, Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. Happy holidays from Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. <laughs> Introducing Carvana Value Tracker, where you can track your car's value over time and learn what's driving it. It might make you excited. Whoa, didn't know my car was valued this high. It might make you nervous. Uh-oh, market's flooded. My car's value just dipped 2.3%. It might make you optimistic. Our low mileage is paying off. Our value's up. And it might make you realistic. Mm, car prices haven't gone up in a couple weeks. Maybe it's time to sell. But it will definitely make you an expert on your car's value. Carvana Value Tracker. Visit Carvana.com to start tracking your car's value today. What's up, everybody? Those watching hey. us, welcome to Beyond I, I Do. Right before this, uh, we had just filmed our one-year anniversary of Beyond the Letter. So that episode has already been out. You could go check it out as well on um, really where you're listening to this. It'll be on there. But if you're watching us on video, obviously you can still see, see the confetti from last episode. And then we just did a set change. And I did a hat change because it's Beyond I Do. And so here we are. Yeah. I love last week's episode with Aaron and Erica. Oh, that one was really good. Yes. That so one was really good. Erica that, was great. Yes. That drops in a few days, so I won't know what the feedback and comments yeah. are at this time, but I can only imagine how good it is oh, and that yeah. people are requesting a part two, and I agree. because <laughs> agree? I agree mm -hmm. that we should do a part two because um, it was that good. I felt, and I felt like I learned a lot. Obviously, Absolutely. they're one of our best friends, so we knew a lot of the stuff they were sharing. But in the same sense of like Erica's honesty and right, shout right. out to Eileen for <laughs> allowing us allowing us to, us to talk bring about her, her the into time. the conversation. Yeah, yeah, and like really, truly, probably I can only imagine we're not in the cir circumstance that they're in, but I can only imagine how many people they blessed or encouraged right. or gave wisdom to that right. are in blended uh, marriages, mm. especially bringing. Uh, children in so yeah and i mean it was really nice to hear too like from their perspective because they even said like it was they weren't even going to make it past year one yeah and now they're years down the line happy healthy and more in love with each other than they probably have ever been i mean when we talk oh, about yeah. when we talk no, to them they're yeah. obsessed with each other which is yeah. which is nice which is good which is healthy to see and, and encouraging because there's a lot of people that we've get got on these comments or have asked us like hey we're just struggling we're doing this we're doing that but they both were honest and said it's a it's a humility check and a reflection that we have to i'm looking at myself i'm not always pointing at my partner yeah so that no, was good. It's it true. Was really good. Okay, let's jump into some questions. I mean, thank you everybody who always submits these questions, yeah. and then Nancy grabs these. And honestly, every question is always really so good, good that yeah. I felt like, which is why we did Beyond I Do because when we did our marriage sprint, we look at the questions come through. It was so hard to, to decide yeah. in thirty minutes or whatever what what question we were going to address or question. So. Yeah. This get again, like we have, I think she sent me like us like 11 questions and they're yeah. all like, we could literally answer all of them. But since we like our, this show to be bite sized, we always like to just choose one and sit on it. I personally liked, which I want to get to in a future one day. I like the first one Nancy sent because I think well, there's a lot of, angst. no, 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 no. I want to do the, I want to do the kids ones because okay. I think that's good. But, uh, uh, but 
this is the question that I want to get back to again in the future, because this is very good question that people ask. It also deals with marriages. Is it possible to separate your political view point in a relationship that wants to marry in the future? We keep our political uh, stance silence between one another. They're speaking of their own relationship. We don't want to upset one another. But when we communicate, we find a common ground. I remember Pastor Ashley. I call you Pastor Ashley. Hello, Pastor. That was nice. Um, (laughs) Said you need to be aware of the red flags and realize if it's not uh, worth to move forward with uh, for for a marriage to work. Uh, I love you both. Thank you. So I want to take that one. Maybe at some point. uh, Well, yeah, I don't know. I like that one. But let's do it. The only reason why I like it is because there's a lot of angles with it, even when you're married. I just don't. I. Here's the thing, like, because they're talking about dating and they're specifically right. talking about political beliefs. Right. But what is also true is religious beliefs, right? religious conviction. Mm-hmm. There are some people that are more emphasized in their Christian faith than others. Right. Uh, there are some people who believe in going to church as a Christian. There are others who don't believe in going to church right. as a Christian. There are... Um, there well, because are, can I just be honest? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get into politics until I married, until we got married. And yeah. I, and I would always say that I was ignorant to the politics because I didn't ever find it affecting my life. Like, how is it affecting me right now in college? What, what why do I care what the Republican and the Democrat are? Well, what does that matter to me? Yes. And not until we got married and we never talked about, polit- I, I think you may have asked me and I th- was completely honest and be like, I don't, talk about politics i talked about soccer i talked about sport there wasn't something and you were like well maybe you should look into it in a sense of like not figuring out what you are but what which way would you lean more towards and then i I, it was honest i was like i'm leaning towards the bible like yeah well here's what yeah here's what and i used it in like sermons in the past is you know in in being a philosophy major in ethics we have that that spider web so it's a common thing so if you imagine a spider web and we, and we call it the web of conviction. And so if you have a spider web, what, what it's known as is as a bug gets on the outside layers of a web, that's its weakest point. Right. And so a bug can actually fly escape away. and fly away. Mm-hmm. It could get out of it. But as a, a bug gets closer into the center of the web, where, where, the, where the web of the spider gets tighter and tighter and tighter in proximity... For a bug, I mean, as a human, we could tear it down or whatever. But for a bug, it's much harder to get out of. And the, the picture we give in ethics is every person has a different web. Mm -hmm. And every person has a different outer part of their web and a different inner part of their web. And so for me, um, even though on our podcasts, I don't go deep into politics because I don't believe the average average person's maturity level mm-hmm. in where my leadership is as a pastor. If I wasn't a pastor, then I would I would go into politics all day. That's something I love. I watch it very closely. Geopolitics is my jam, like everything like that. But I don't too often use my platform on it because I believe it gets I do I do believe it gets in the way of the gospel. Absolutely. So I don't believe it's my personal right as a religious figure to share whether, you know, um, I think that the founding fathers were right or wrong. Um, right. One thing I am is I'm very patriotic, though, so I never disrespect our country. I never disrespect our, our troops. But those things are very high um, uh, 
and I lost my great grandfather in World mm-hmm, War II. Mm-hmm. So the idea of patriotism and 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 military and veteran, I we don't we make I make my sons say yep. thank you for your service whenever we pass a veteran wearing a hat or whatever is very high. Like that is a big in me in my web. Right. Like that idea of politics, political belief, mm-hmm. it's very very close into the center. Like that the most center would be my faith and my right. relationship with Christ. So. Like that is my purest, purest, purest conviction. Um, for for Ashley, it's Christ, but politics was on the outside. outside. Uh-huh. So for us, with that, there wasn't much conflict because you were more so like, I'm willing to. I'll look for myself, but I'm willing to adopt my husband, my boyfriend's right kind of political ideas, especially as a Christian, because I'm I'm I loosely believe in it. It's not right. very very strong you know you you knew you were pro-life that Mm -hmm. stuff you knew already Mm -hmm. but you didn't know what to think you didn't know what your thoughts were like on immigration no you know you didn't know what your thoughts were like really formed on like israel other than knowing that that's where jesus is from (laughs) so but for you was at the set and this is why i thought like this is a really good conversation for you family was like in the center of your web thousand percent for me, it wasn't right, you know, and so uh, it's not that it was on the outermost edges, but it was definitely more outer than yeah. it is inner in the sense of um, cousins and aunts and uncles and all that. Not talking about like mom and dad. I'm, I'm right. you know, I'm very close with my mom and dad. I, I, like I was good with that. But it was Ashley's family who's like everybody treks to games. Yep. And, and when aunts and uncles in town, everyone right. has to stop Come by. And, yep. and I'm thinking like. Okay, your family members in from Chicago, like, and I'll ask her like, when was the last time you guys talked on the phone? Oh, we never really have. And I'm like, why are we gonna go say hi? Like, you guys don't even talk. <laughs> That's you know? my aunt and my cousins. We're going. <laughs> like, That's my blood. And yeah. I'd be like, you, they don't Absolutely. talk to you, and you don't Absolutely. talk to them. Like, besides you seeing them here at the house, like the only other time you'll see them is if they're at your funeral or you're out theirs. <laughs> <laughs> and it was more so because uh, we my mom is one of 11. Yeah. My dad is one of 5. So that's something that I grew up in a culture and then also in I guess what would what would this be considered? Obviously not in a political it would be a family just a family view. Well, the, they're, they're they're from Chicago, so they're Midwest. Midwest. That's yes. Midwest. Midwest, yeah. you yeah. know that so, idea of family Sunday football games absolutely. with the family everyone comes over that yep. that's and that's know. how we always grew up regardless yeah. that was something that my parents saw was very important for them and I would say it was probably really important for them because I know we've talked on a couple uh, episodes ago about the the division my parents had of just coming in a white family and a black family mm. and what that looked like and then to actually have unity it's something that they cherished so much because it was that important because they fought for it so because they fought for something and won yep. they wanted to make sure that our family would never technically fight and be divided and out of unity so that's where my mom has come into play big time with family is like that is that important to her because she fought that hard to be with my dad Mm -hmm. and that's something that she took on and that's something that my dad I didn't I wouldn't say had he had five sisters or four sisters and they were a close family but then coming in with my mom where it was just the both of them they ran off that was now how you say you leave and cleave that was them and they were like we are cleaving to each other and we are not letting go and we're not allowing anything to get in between and then obviously having the outside family support that 
what's better than a, a huge family gathering anytime that you can get. So I think that when it comes to family and our family, I take very much pride in it. My birthday's on Sunday. And so I, on Friday, what, what do I want to do every birthday? You just, could. You just you, want to go to your mom's and you want to have cake and pizza. That's with all the I want. Family. With you my want family. all your family to come over yep. and do cake and pizza yep. for the past ten years. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. That is it. He doesn't have to get me anything big, anything immaculate. I he took doesn't. her to Napa. He did. I got her bomb jewelry. He did. So don't he let did. Her play, I, I'm y'all. not playing. Hold on. I'm not saying. Don't Hold be. Don't on. be putting him last like that. Hold but. On. But I will say uh, he knows that it is that important to me. But that wasn't on her birthday. No, it wasn't. If I did it on her birthday, she would actually be very upset. I would. She'd I, be like, I can't not, be at, I want to be at my parents. my parents. Yeah. This is a tradition that's important to me. And so if I was like, surprise, on your birthday, I'm taking to you to Napa, there'd be a side of her that would be like, oh, thank you so much. And then there'd be an other side like, you couldn't do done this any other time. Because in her family, the date of the birthday is crucial. Yeah. Like. In our family, because I had a dad who, you know, technically was like a owner of a business. Mm -hmm. So, like, he didn't have as much luxuries where he could just call off sick or whatever. So our family always had a saying that, like, um, we don't celebrate the date. We celebrate the, uh, you know, the, the, um, the person. The person. So, yeah. like, we don't, you know, if you're born on, for me, June 23rd, we may celebrate it July 9th. You know, like, <laughs> just know you're going to get a birthday celebration. Sometimes. It just may not be on your birthday. Sometimes. And Ashley's family, it's like, nope, the date. Someone you got to call off work. Yeah, it's either the you day before the day. or day after. Like there's no yeah. there's no two three days. No, it's either you're getting celebrated on your actual birthday or the day before when we know that everyone can be together. Yeah. So that's what I'll do is I'll just my day knowing that if everybody can be together on that day. Yeah. But then I would then ask you then with you knowing like that I didn't have much of a political standpoint going back to like the dating side of things. Um, how would you because I want to stay on this. I think it's I think a lot of people But we are on it. Yeah, that's no, the no, point. that's what I'm saying. But like I want to stay, I want to go back to like not just But we're doing it in the sense of what your conviction was. Gotcha. So so what yeah, a person has to do yeah. is a person has to put themselves in, in that the, shoes. So, so but then but then because then you knew how it was important for me. So then correct. when it comes to your like your side of things for me, knowing that family isn't, how did you adjust for me instead of saying like, well, you're my family now and not doing the leave and cleave and then still loving well, me? Well, you did leave and cleave, but here's the difference is number one, we both made uh, we both made concessions. Right. So you never expect me, which we had to talk about because I work a lot. Yes. So if you told me, here's a deal breaker, when my family hangs out, you have to be there, mm. then we wouldn't have made it. True. Because I'm not there every time you're no. with your family. No. You had to go to your family and say, listen, when Adam's not with me, it's not because he doesn't like you guys or love you guys. He views family very differently. He views he views the the sacrifice of family very different in terms of extended family. Right. And so when he only has one day off, he does not want to drive two hours to Oceanside and hang out with someone on their birthday in, a, in an extended family. Right. And then drive home and then have to preach the next day. That's true. Like that's unfair yep. to him. That is. So, so you had to talk to your family rather than, I know some marriages that go, yeah, my husband's a piece of crap. He's selfish. He only thinks about himself. So we had to open up the, the, the dialogue. You had to make concessions. I had to make concessions. Right, right. So had you made me look bad in that way, that would have been, right. that would have been a red flag. That right. would have been for me for like, you. Hey, this no go. Yeah. And if any of that stuff exhibited in dating, 
I would have pulled the plug. Right. Like, and I would hope that you would pull the plug. Yeah. If you saw in me that I was like, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go see your family, not because I'm working hard, just because I have no desire. And hey, it's my brother's birthday. We're all going to go uh, do cake and pizza. And I, go, I don't care. Your brother don't talk to me. Blah blah blah. Right, blah. Right, right. That would have been something that would have been that's true a red flag for you that leading up if you saw that you would have been like oh he has zero oh care. yeah and you would have had to make a decision right. like am right. i gonna marry this dude he don't care about my family he, right. this is important to me again yeah. it's a matter of what's in the center of the web so what would have been a deal breaker for me when we were dating if i would have been like yo what do you, you know what do you think about this abortion thing and you if you were totally oh i believe a woman could do whatever she wants i believe you know and you start sending me videos on it but yeah i'm saying here's my conviction here's my level right. here's i'm i'm not pro abortion uh, 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 uh i am pro life uh if i said um, one, one thing I told you was a deal breaker for me was I believe in being in the local church. So I won't date a girl. That's a church attender. Mm -hmm. I'm only going to date a girl that's involved in the local church. Right. Like everyone's conviction Are thing different. is different. Those yeah. were mine. And yeah. so, um, not like, it wasn't like date two, we're talking about pro abortion, <laughs> but uh, pro or pro life. Yeah. But it was at some point within that time period of when I was deciding whether I want to marry you. I think those things have to be talked about if this is a big uh, conviction, conviction for you yours. and a leave. Yeah. So, so to this couple, like who's talking, like if you're saying that you both get very passionate about your political views, mm -hmm. then it will bleed into how you raise your children. Right. It will, but this is even different religions. We have people that come, young people who come to church all the time who girls go, Oh, I'm dating a guy who's Muslim. I'm dating Always. a guy who's Mormon. And right. then we just, our eyes gloss over right. or I'm dating an atheist and right. I want to get married to him and I love him. And, you know, and, and I think to myself, the amount of times after service that someone talks to me, comes up to me and asks for advice that ends up marrying a person mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, conflict galore, like, right. and just get ready. Like there's no way, there's no way you can brush that stuff under the rug. What you can brush under the rug is if, you're passionate about Paul. If I'm passionate about politics and you're not, and it doesn't impede in any way like that, right. you could, yeah. you could get by, by and yeah. it just doesn't matter. But if right, for because some those conversations reason, aren't even coming up. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, sure. we're not talking about it. Yeah. 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 But you like you talk about with, with people of the same interest, but yeah. like, and so that doesn't even conflict. But if you and I were dating and you were like, you were like, Oh, I'm, I'm a donor to Planned Parenthood and I, I, I'm like part of a, one of their committees. I like, I'd be like, Oh um, shoot. Like this is probably going to like end bad. Yeah. This yeah, is, this isn't going to go sure long. This is going to bleed into our marriage. Right. Pretty sure this is going to bleed into our children. Yep. Like I'm pretty sure this is going to, or if you were like, for me, big conviction is stance on Israel. So yeah. if you were like, I don't believe Israel should exist. I don't believe they should have a country. Right. I don't believe, you know, I don't believe Christians should support Israel in any way. And I'm not, and I'm not talking about just on a, like a biblical front. I'm right. just saying like, I believe the people of Israel belong in Israel because archeology span there says that they've been there before, For, and, you know, yeah. anyone else as a structured country. So I believe they're owed what they had Absolutely. before the, before the Romans uh, kicked them out. So, so that to me, that's not, it wouldn't have been in the center center, right. but it would have been like, after me and her talked five, 10 times, if she's not changing and she's always vocal about this and we go out to dinner and she's always like, Oh, I can't stand what's going on in Israel. Mm -hmm, Those Israelis mm -hmm. need to just give up their country. I'd be like, wow, this is like, this is really starting to bother me because right. this is a big front. Or if she just said, 
or if you we never talked about it just when the news on you roll your eyes like that's gonna bleed or when you start to have children those absolutely. things and i'm just using subtle examples that anyone can start to apply absolutely in their own space of conviction their own like you know like a, a center a center for me of like what would be an important thing would be would be work you know yeah. like i hard work is important to me hard uh working hard and being busy with in terms of building something and working so if, if you were like no i want a guy who works a nine to five like he works little, monday yeah. through friday nine to five it would have been like this this probably isn't gonna, gonna work, work out, out. Yeah. and we'd be like but we love each other so much we'll find a way like you're <laughs> not you're, no, you're probably not. Not, you're not you know right um, right because you'll find a way to be busy if that's what you want to do yeah and so for me, it, it'd be a matter if you're if you're dating or married. Like so, with you, I made concessions for your family because I realized how deep it was in your conviction. Mm-hmm. It was very very deep. So then that's why it was. Well, I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't take Ashley away from her family on her birthday, um, just because it means so much to her. Mm-hmm. And I love her. Right. And if that means. I don't view it as you love your family more than me because right. I am your family. So you want me there too, right. you know? So, so the way I would view it would be like, she wants to be around her family on her birthday. That's what she grew up with. Mm-hmm. That's important to her. So the concession I will make as a loving husband is instead of trying to test her, whether she loves me over her family by booking something on her birthday to see, is she going to be hurt over not spending with her? Like, why would I do that? Right. How selfish is that? When I know that's important to you, yeah. like that's so selfish. And how insecure of me to think that for any reason you love your family more than me just because you also want to be with them on your birthday. On birthday. Like yeah. that's not that to me. I don't birthdays don't mean anything. Right. So <laughs> it's not, I don't want to. I don't care to be around anyone on my birthday. It's just it's just another day. Right. Right. Because I wasn't raised with right. big deals on yeah, birthdays. Yeah. So. Parents didn't really get me gifts on birthdays, maybe a pair of shoes or something like that in the sense of like, I'd have to ask, can I have this for my birthday? But what, so for me, birthdays aren't big celebratory things, but in your family, they are. Yeah, absolutely. Just being with family is something that's truly genuine and important. And I think we even talked about that this past weekend when we were in Napa is when we were talking with some of our friends and we were telling them, yeah, is Ashley really knowledgeable about the things that are going on? Does she educate her? And for me personally, I was like, I, if I were to reflect, my family is what's important for me. So not to say that I don't care, obviously, what what's going on. And I do tend to catch up when I do have that downtime. But my biggest concern is you, Matthias and Thomas. And to say that that's selfish, I, I would be selfish in that. But to say that I have a husband who leads and understands like... Oh, no, he'll be knowledgeable. He'll be the one educated enough. He'll give me the wisdom because I trust what he's doing. I know where your convictions lie, so I don't have to be worried about you steering me in the wrong way. And so I think that even in the dating stage, I think that is something that has to be talked about a ton is is how are you going to lead this family financially, biblically, politically, um, even if we may have different political differences? Is it going? Because like the girl even said, we've had different arguments to where we still were in unity. So then the political views can't be that different if mm-hmm. you guys still can come to a common ground and, and it not be a hiccup in your relationship. Um, but like you said, it all lies on your convictions. And I know your convictions are strong. So, yeah. and I knew that when we dated, I mean, I was scared to go on a date with you. 
yeah. because I knew my past. <laughs> and I said, he couldn't call out that I was a hoe. I was in the streets. I was like, when you get around you know. somebody that you know where they lie, how they, how they walk, how they talk, how they hold themselves, it really shouldn't be that difficult. Because, I mean, I would even ask, like, Chelsea and Nancy, like, if you're dating someone, don't you know, like, within the first maybe 30 minutes if this – yeah, this guy ain't for me because of mm-hmm. just the way that he talks and his confidence and his maturity. Um, I think we sent a TikTok yesterday about someone saying like how how Christian dating is now. And yeah. we totally laughed because it was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to pray for you or, or what's your next endeavor? And it's like, no, let's talk about real life things. Yeah, let's talk about your family life. Let's talk about your work. How how are you in, in situations? How are you when you are around um, your coworkers? I think those are more important questions than than really honing in on your spiritual aspect because yeah. you'll get there. But but I think it's doing like the whole talk. What's important? What's on the outside of your web? What's on the inside of your web? What makes you happy? What mm-hmm. makes you smile? What makes you upset? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people just don't know how to communicate anymore. I watched that dumb show, Love is Blind, and I'm just like, how are you guys not coming up I, with I've conversations? Like, it like it, it, Yeah, they th- don't know how to talk. No. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. Like, even in terms of politics, like, politics is, is its own web as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there are things that are more political convicting than other things. Right. And so, um, you know, we operate a very traditional marriage. So, yeah. so, so we're, we're very much, uh, male headship. Yep. Uh, so, you know, political season actually comes in the room when we have our ballots and she says, who are we voting for? And then we sit down and then I talk through with her, yes. the, the majors. Yes. And then I tell her, and then on the minors, I kind of go, um, yeah, like what, whatever you think about this, you know, like one, one of the major thing, well, not the one of the minor things, um, recently may not be minor to you, but when it was, uh, when we, one of our recent elections, especially here in California, it was to vote whether, um, flavored tobacco, like flavored cigarettes would be allowed, uh, in California or not. Like that's one where I would tell Ashley, like, that's oh, like, whatever you think yeah. you can bubble. Yes. You go bubble. No. And then there was, um, hey, this person's running for school council. Yes. And it's like, oh, I did the research. I know that this is what this, but like for us, whether my kids go to public school or not, or private school or not, like I don't believe anyone should be in school council who believes in uh, gender affirming education to children uh, in terms of multiple yep. genders. And so the person I'm going to vote into school councils is going to be the person that believes uh, through curriculum that there are only two genders. Right. Um, not only am I doing that as my kids may go to a Christian school, but I have friends and people in my church who kids don't go to uh, 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 private school. Right. So they go to public school. So I'm going to do my part in my area and region that mm-hmm. I can vote. And I'm going to say th- this is the person that, and if there is no one, then I, that if there's no one running that they, they all believe in right, gender right. affirming stuff, then I'm going to go research deeper into um, basically, uh, you know, which one's the least like the devil to me, you know, basically. <laughs> so, you know, but I believe voting is important. So there's the majors that we discuss yeah. and then there's the minors that go like, hey, this is what 
this is about another one that was big was like whether people could have like sports betting apps like DraftKings and stuff in mm -hmm. California ended up getting voted no. But like that's another <laughs> instance of like that's another instance of like, yeah, that's loose. That's not important to us. us like right. we don't have a big conviction on, you know, we're not even involved in gambling. So yeah. it's like it's not really it's loose. I could I could vote for what is or isn't. I did the research. Would it bring us tax money and yada, yada, yada. And so there's the element like to me, we traditional as the male, I believe it's my job as the husband of the household and male of the household to be now, if she had a passion to be informed on her yeah, own, yeah, yeah. then fine. Yeah. That's great. And if Ashley was going to die on a hill, we really would talk about it. I believe in in talking those things out. Um, but if at the end of the day, these were major, the major signs, like who's president, all that stuff like that, vice president, and who's going to be uh, our senator or our congressman, like those are things I believe me and her are meant to have unity on. Mm -hmm. And I believe the wife... If the husband is leading correctly and he's informed enough, the wife should come under his covering of like what in this household, what are our convictions mm -hmm. on this level? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you should you could ha you should have an opinion of right. your own. But someone someone has to make the concession to say this is a this is a family conviction for us yeah. on the majors, right. not the minors. Right. Like this is a family conviction for us. Like this is what we believe about education. Right. This is what we believe about um, these type of political mm -hmm. parties. This is what we believe is best for our nation. Because right. sometimes I approach voting purely on a business level. Like who's going to be the best person to get us out of debt? Right. Not necessarily, you know, looking at, you know, because there are Christian people that run all the time that don't have good platforms. Yeah. So if we're just talking about, we boil it down into politics. Um, I don't think if a, if two people believe really strongly about political ideas, and that could be religious ideas, anything, then um, you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of challenges. Right. And there's gonna be a lot of arguments. Mm -hmm. There's gonna be a lot of frustrations. Yeah. One is gonna have to have make concessions. Mm -hmm. One is gonna have to walk a little bit more to say, hey, no, you're good. I'll I'll let you take this. Or what happens is you're gonna have to release it a little bit more from your web. So that you could live with each other, you know. Uh, yeah. There was, well, you what's know. what's really crazy to me is like even though that we're talking about the politics, um, my parents never talked about politics in front of us. Yeah. Never. And I never knew. I don't know if any of you guys. My parents. I I didn't find out until I was older in age. My parents voted differently. From they, each other. Yes. Well, and they were different. I guess I would say political parties. Yeah. Like and not until later in my life when I was older. Um, did I find this out because my parents would disagree on certain things when I would just hear them when I was younger and talk about news and stuff like that. They never argued to what I remember, but it, it's crazy to talk about politics because you generally don't talk about politics. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if that was just me. Like, I remember politics. You don't you don't tell who you're voting for. You don't talk about who you're voting for. You don't tell what party you're a part of. That It is almost like your Social Security. I remember that, that like your yeah. political party was your Social Security. Like, and even when well, you yeah. voted, you're like, who'd you vote for? I can't tell you that. 
And I'm like, because it's generally a statement of wisdom because nobody's mature enough to just have the conversation. Gotcha. That's why that stigma exists. Gotcha. And that's why marriages go, we won't tell each other who we voted for. Gotcha. Not because they don't care about talking about it, because actually a lot of people are really passionate about it, mm-hmm. but they just end up finding their tribe that speaks their own language because what, what the thing is, if you talk to someone who disagrees with you, that could be a 20-year-old friend. that, And we've seen that. We saw that yeah. during COVID. Yeah. You know, We saw all the racial tensions. like yep. people People aren't friends with each other anymore just off of a a post they reposted and all these things like that. And so normally that stigma has existed uh, due to because I believe like even if you're a Freemason, like you're not allowed to talk about politics in the Freemason club. Like it's Mm -hmm. one thing not allowed. Yeah. um, If I if I know correctly, if I remember correctly. And it's generally due to because uh, people break relationships off and friendships off that because to me, it's a lot of uh, either. Um, high conviction or immaturity. And so I think it should be talked about more and more because what happens is it's like, it's, it's my job to train my children. Like there's a reason why we're seeing right now so many Christian parents looking at their children who have completely become like totally liberal in every single regard in terms of, you know, in terms of gender, in terms of beliefs, like even, even school beliefs and even in terms of beliefs of science and who God is. And they think, Oh, and you know, how did this happen? And not always, but a lot of times it's because, you know, you've been really private about having real dialogue with your children and teaching them to think on their own under your house. Mm -hmm. Rather, you've just been really silent on those things and been like, well, it's very private. You you can go discover it yourself. And then Mm. who does talk about it? Their teacher, Teacher. their science teacher, their math teacher, their English teacher. They're very proud to talk about politics. They're very proud to talk about who they're voting for. They have tenure. So the district can't fire them. So they're, you know, it's not that your child ain't hearing it. Right, it's not, right, you know, they, right, they right. go on YouTube, like, right. You know, what was that so, statement that you make that you say if, uh, if you're not having the conversation with your kids? Oh yeah. If, uh, if, uh, if you don't have the conversation at the kitchen table, someone will at the lunch table, Yep. you know? And so I believe certain things that are, if they're important to you, if yeah. they're not, I'm not saying like every person needs to walk away and like be into politics. Uh, if you're not, don't be, <laughs> don't be, you know, right. I'm not. But what do you think um, of neither parties, like neither the male or female? Cause I didn't know about politics, not because of immaturity. It was just more ignorance. I think because yeah. my parents, you know, came from another country. So my mom is the one in the household who like we gather at the table and she's like, and she fills it out for my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of what it is. So what if I find I'm not really into politics? So it wasn't until I started dating somebody who was. I was like, oh wow. So what do you think if like neither of us are? It, would it? I think I think I think an American responsibility is when it's an election season, we should we should do our research. I think that's like that should be done. That needs to be done. I mean, that's why even for us. I've been toying with with a potential uh, during election season doing a beyond the ballot where I don't normally where I won't talk about my political views, but I'll have Christians who are willing to talk about it. Because, again, like I said, I don't believe it's my platform's responsibility. I would love to like that's my jam. Put me privately. I man, I could I could I mean, I could run circles around uh, people and other people could run circles around me, but we're going to go toe to toe. And uh, and I have friends that I could safely do that with where we maintain our relationship. So I, I man, I love 
talking about it. I'm aware of I'm aware of every person running right now in the Republican Party. Um, I'm aware of everything happening, you know, what's going on in the Democrat Party and how JFK Jr. just went uh, into an independent. I'm like, I, that's all my like that is my jam. <laughs> but I keep that very close to the chest with only people I really trust. Because people would honestly not come to church if I said certain yeah. things or my church would grow because of it and it wouldn't grow the right way. It would grow in a, to me a very unhealthy way, um, unless it's Christian standards, which where our church is very public on, is on the on the Christian uh, political things. But but that's why I think it's it should be every uh, if you're an American citizen, like election season, you know, three, four months out, you should get the book that gets mailed to you. You should start reading through it. You should be aware of your convictions. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I think about school district? And you may not have kids yet, but that stuff's important. What do I like? You know, mayor, Congress, Senate, you know, um, they represent you, you know, in, in the White House and they represent you here in the state. And mm -hmm. so what they do to speak up for you matters. And 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 sometimes the reasons where why we are where we in is because either a we didn't do our research or we voted off of feelings or culture or history or whatever that may be and so um i love people who don't have my same beliefs it's great mm -hmm. as long as they said i did my research here's where my convictions at with it here's why i go man that's great i don't agree with the way you came to your conclusion mm -hmm. but i'm glad you did that work so uh, in a household i think you know, there may be always one person who, who goes, oh, I'll take that responsibility and I'll take that lean. But I think everyone should be aware. Like, I would never feel like I told Ashley because one day she was like, oh, just fill out my ballot. And I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with mm -hmm. that. I feel like that's your responsibility as yeah. an American citizen. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to do this for you and double vote. Like yeah. you live in this country. You, we To me, we, we have the greatest country in the world in respect to really what our freedoms are and our ability to cast our vote. And I know there's back in stuff, Illuminati and all these, you know, I, I, I you know, every, you know, people, Oh, we're not really controlling politics. I get that. But at a certain local level, we do have control. So, so in that sense, I'm, I think it's important. Um, but I'm okay if people just go, oh, I don't care about it until election season. Mm -hmm. um, okay, like I, I don't think that's that's wrong for a person person to do. But uh, I think more people are going to be passionate about it than others. Mm -hmm. I wish more people were no, more knowledgeable about it in the states because I think a lot of the issues we get into is because. But but to me, the um, yeah, we turned it into a beyond the ballot episode the launch episode because <laughs> that was the thing like i loved this question but i didn't want to just answer it it, it was just cool it's good conversation it in is. a political light but more so like how do you how do you find how do you find what hills to die on in the relationship yeah. and when is something a really red flag right. when is the when when do you put your foot down and either a walk away or b say I'm going to, I'm going to adopt your belief on this because I don't hold it so closely to the chest. Mm -hmm. So for the sake of uh, our relationship, you may have to do that sometimes. Yeah. So for me, like with Ashley and her family, it was like, this isn't a conviction of mine, yeah. but for the sake of you and uh, what your family believes in, I'm, I'm going to make the effort when it's someone's birthday, uh, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll move my schedule. I'll go half day into work. Um, and that's not just for her birthday. That's for her brother, her <laughs> sisters, her mm -hmm. nieces, nephews. Uh, I make that work because I go, man, it's important to my wife. It's not important to me. Um, birthdays aren't a big deal to me, but they are to her family. So therefore, yeah. um, I'm going to do that, yeah. you know, and and you may have a, you know, you may be dating someone who likes to go to ra rallies and protest <laughs> and, and you go, well, I don't really care, but you know, you want, you. you want me to go with you and sure. 
you you want me to hold a sign? I'll hold a sign. <laughs> you, want, you, know, you want you know you want me to wear a t-shirt? I'll uh, you know I'll wear yeah. a t-shirt and you know be somewhat informed about what your belief is on it. But but still like, but that goes the same way. People wear cross necklaces all the time and can't tell you the gospel. So. <laughs> You know, we have a lot of issues in the sense of like claiming we have a conviction without any backing behind it. Um, That's always my argument is just like, yeah, yeah, believe what you want. Just at least know why you believe it and how you believe it and what's behind it. And for Ashley on politics, like you didn't really believe anything or have anything. And you didn't know what your parents were and all that stuff like that. So, yeah. um, But no, I think you give great perspective on on what you said the biggest word is the convictions that we lie on and the convictions that you have as an individual and where does that person that you're dating have convictions and if their convictions are pure and and they can align and be in unity like we talk about all the time these are little humps and hills that we can get over but if they are bigger and greater red flags and their convictions don't lie i would say biblically um, then yeah, run for the hills. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you gotta have big boy conversations. Absolutely. Like, like when you and I were dating, you were like, "I'm thinking about continuing to play professional soccer yeah. in Europe." Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, as a pastor, like I need my wife right uh, at church on Sundays. Yeah. I need my wife uh, around yeah. and available if we're gonna have a family. Yeah. Like that has to be a priority yeah. for you, given where we're at." Mm-hmm. And if you don't want that life, then we could just walk away. Right. And so you had decided, then I'm not going to pursue. Like you were on the fence about it, but you yeah. were considering yeah. it, and you gave me a and heads you, up. And you weren't you know, giving like, me an ultimatum of like yeah. that if you don't if you go play overseas, we're never speaking again, sort of thing. It's me either me or overseas. But in the realistic in the realistic side of things, um, I had to be honest with myself too, and and really look at is this something that I desire for myself is or or do yeah. I desire what God has placed in front of me at this point and, and to say that he has desired marriage for me and he has given me someone that I've never dated before and am I willing to um, have those trials or those ups and downs trying to make it work I don't think it would have worked I mean, yeah. I, so yeah. far away, it wouldn't have worked. And I think we even talked about, too, because I was getting my master's in coaching and leadership about um, being an athletic director or being a coach. And it, it was a reflection on my end, too. And it wasn't to say that I was giving up. And this is where I'll say, because I, I, we've said it in our marriage sprint as well, is a lot of people say, well, it sounds like you've given up your life for your husband. Like, you weren't mm-hmm. able to do what you wanted to do. Like, you're going to not have your own identity. Like, you're just going to be a part of the church. You're just going to be in ministry. What is your identity? And I feel like... God in that time had told me and and was telling me because I didn't know what he was doing. So I I was just trusting him, leaning on him. We got married. I started working at the church, have enjoyed it, met new friends, built a ministry, started Fresh Start, um, got to work alongside you, got to work with you, for you, see things that I've never seen before of just growth, maturity, uh, wins, losses. Um, and it was, it wasn't until I want to say last year, God literally laid out in front of me and he basically said, I just changed your soccer field. Mm -hmm. It wasn't something where I changed what you were, you weren't doing anything different that you would have done 
on a soccer field or being an athletic director. You have teams, you have plays, you have events, you have games, you have, um, um, uh, what is it called? Um, plays that need to be ran or you even have recap so like even if we have an event you go back and you watch the film again so it's playing back film that how did that event go how did that women's go how did uh, easter go how did and so it wasn't until last year because you get sort of wrapped up in that mindset of like shoot did i change everything to be with somebody and i mm -hmm. lost myself and god's like no I just changed your viewpoint and your view perspective that yeah. it's not a soccer field I wanted you on. I wanted you in ministry. I wanted you in a calling that gives you actual purpose in life and not just winning and losing games, but continually winning lives, winning for the kingdom like that in, in itself in ministry is continual. Yeah. And then there are some losses that we can have. We've lost some friendships. We've lost some members. But to understand that comes with the field that I'm on. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. Well, and what, what would have been a deal breaker for me was, cause I, I didn't, I didn't care if you worked in ministry or not. No, you didn't. It was you saying my job may cause me to travel. Right. And for me, I was like, if we're married, I, I, like I, if we start a family, I cannot watch. If you got to travel for a university and you're yep. gone five, four days, I cannot watch a child for five days and right. support you in the area of job that I'm in, I would actually have to change my career to support you right. if that happened. So right. it was more of the, I'm not changing my career. Right. You don't have that established. Right. I have mine established. Right. I'm not changing this thing. Right. So if you don't want to do that, that's fine. You can go find a guy who's willing to do that and right. support you right. in that endeavor. But for me, it was, you just have to be local. So yeah. if you want to be an athlete and your whole big thing was, there's no good universities near us. And I'm like, well, okay. That if, you know, yeah. if you don't want to go coach at Cal Baptist or whatever, and you want to go to a D uh, well, they're D one now, but if you want to go yeah. to a famous D one, yeah. yeah. then like that's on you, but that's yeah. not going to work for us. Right. And then it was the sense where you're like, well, then maybe I want to coach. And we were doing CrossFit and you're like, Oh, well maybe I would, um, be a trainer for CrossFit. Yep. And I'm like, okay, well then let's start a gym. And I came in as the husband where I was like, I went and got my CrossFit license. I'm like, we'll yeah. open a gym together. You can run it. I want to support you as a right, husband right. in the sense that that's what works for us. Right. But the deal breaker would have been if you came to me in the dating phase, married, I would, we would have had to figure, we would have had to go to counseling <laughs> or something. But in the dating phase, you came, you're like, you know what? Um, I love you, but I I'm going to pursue, like, I'm going to take a job at my old school, University yeah. of Florida, and you need to think about whether you're going to move with me or whatever, then I'd be like, we're done. Right. Like, right. <laughs> that right. just it's would not, be how that yeah, is. It's like, I wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. I wouldn't have to pray about it. I wouldn't, yeah. I'd be like, that's my conviction. That's like, we're not going to work out. Right. We're going right. to move on. Right. Um, and then ultimately, then the Lord showed you a new perspective when then, because yeah. you were going to only work at the church for a little, little bit, bit until you figured out what your next mm -hmm. was. And then that's when the Lord showed, you know, no, you're, you know, you're in what you studied for. You're in yeah. what you prepared for. And he gave you a new lens to it. But, yeah. but I do believe there are things that if you believe is important or critical and, and we all grow. And so mm -hmm. there's areas you also have to leave room to say, we're going to grow through, but there are some ways you have to approach it and be like, I just, this is, this is really important to me. I believe this is going to be a headache in our marriage. I believe it's going to affect the way we parent and ha lead our children and teach our children. Then like, I, I don't conceptually see how 
someone that is a strong Christian could date someone that's another religion no. or even an atheist. I, I don't see how that's going to be healthy for children. I yeah. don't see how that's going to be healthy for how you raise them and what yeah. you do, you know, but there's also room that person may get saved or whatever. Um, so there's room for that. If someone's in that scenario, God's gracious mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and he's merciful. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in, I believe always like if you're in the marriage and you're in that view, that's um, if you're in that situation, that's unideal then I believe there's grace and mercy for right, it. But if you right. have the ability on the front end to decide whether you're going to choose to walk down that hurricane or not, like, you know, don't be a person that yeah. enjoys personal pain, right. you know? Right, because there was a um, question that was on there too that I would ask, and then I, I want to just ask you because I always talk about it, is the person had said basically asking about what does e- unequally yoked mean? And so with the convictions of your political family, all those fall under what it technically means to be equally yoked no no i don't i don't think so not not in the actual scripture i mean you could broaden the application further than that but uh unequally yoked is 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 literally believer unbeliever like that's unequally yoked so you're unequally yoked if you're with or dating um uh an unbeliever that's unequally yoked uh and i would also say they may call themselves a christian but they could also be an unbeliever just because mm-hmm. someone puts a cross on their neck yep. and just because someone wears a Jesus saves t-shirt doesn't mean they're a Christian. <laughs> Christian so, right. so that could be unequally yoked too. you're yeah. dating a guy and, or a girl and they don't go to church. They don't believe in really believe Jesus is Lord and savior. Right. They don't submit to Christ. In the Trinity. Yeah. Whatever those things are like that, then, then they're, they're, you're unequally yoked at the same time, but you know, you're, you're dating someone and, you know, they go to church and they follow the Lord and confess the Lord, but, um, they're, um, you know, a political affiliation. You don't, you know, you're right. not, that's not unequally yoked. Yeah, that's yeah. just, that's just different from each yeah. other. That will affect your relationship. If right. you both really have a passion about it. Yeah. Um, if you don't, then it may never even be brought up every Like if you have two parents that only come election season, deal with it and then they peace out yeah. and then they move. Like it may never affect your relationship at all. Right. That's but what if you have someone was. that watches, you know, CNN yeah. or Fox news every night. Yeah. Yeah. And then you want like one, yeah. one, one person watches Fox news in the living room and the other one watches CNN in the, in the, in their, in their bedroom. Like, yeah. I mean, at some point you're, I mean, yeah. you're going to get in a fair amount of arguments oh, 100%. and yeah. um, it could, if you, you know, it could lead to something it couldn't in terms of yeah. ugly arguments or saying things you shouldn't. So uh, I, I, that's not unequally yoked. Um, what would be unequally yoked is is dating a Christian who certain biblical issues that are nowadays political, like that would be unequally yoked. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm dating someone and I'm a Christian, they're a Christian, and yet they um, they don't believe abortion is murder. Mm. Then, then that is effectually something that is, that is anti-Christian yeah. uh, in nature. Right. It really is. And I, I, and I understand, you know, 50, 50, 50% of Christians don't believe abortion is right. wrong, right. but, um, um, I, I would say they're not super biblically literate or historically literate right. uh, in terms of scripture and our church and the church itself. Right. But that would be where that's somewhat of an unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the convictions of scripture that a person rejects. Yeah. Um, then that is a sense that, Oh, I'm, I'm unequally yoked in this. Mm-hmm. The, the, you just have to recognize at some point 
more than likely you may, because of love, be affected into falling downstream where they're at. Mm. So that's yeah. why you don't want to be. That's what Paul's talking about. Don't be unequally yoked because Paul sees the, the the lines in the sand that say if you start dating an unbeliever mm-hmm. or someone that doesn't mm-hmm. take their faith serious, the likelihood that you follow them down that road than right. them follow you is you will follow them down that road Absolutely. more than they will follow you. Yeah. So so um, you have to be weary of that, that that's going to be the end row. And yeah. that's what he's talking about and being unequally yoked. Like you're going to have, like, and I've seen it. I've seen people who are Christians who they come to church, they read their Bible, they have a great relationship with the Lord, and then they start dating someone that either... Um, isn't a Christian, a loose Christian or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're like, Oh, on Sunday, they wanted to go to the beach. Right, so right, that's why right. I didn't come, come. this Sunday. Yeah. And next Sunday they we're going to a concert. And it's like, you never made those concessions nope. before you were with that person. That church isn't important to that person. So of course they're going to fill every Sunday Absolutely. with something or every Wednesday or whatever's important to you. Right. Of course they're going to fill that time because it, Church isn't important to them. Right. And they're not going to respect your belief that church is important. They won't no. say, oh, why don't you go to church at 9 a.m. And then after we can go to the beach. They'll say, no, it's, right. you know, we, we're going to leave at 9 a.m. with or without you. And then that person <laughs> ends up going, no, no, I don't want to be left out. Right. I don't want right. to. So because it all starts you know, just with one Sunday and then it's two Sundays. Oh, I see then it all three the time. Sundays. Yeah. 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 We've seen it multiple times. And I'm not saying I need you to come Sunday. No, I, don't, I, don't I don't care mean, whether you come to church right. or not, <laughs> but don't be surprised right. when your faith takes a hit like that. Because then they end up calling or Instagramming, hey, Pastor Adam, I, I just feel like my faith is so bleak. And I'm like, yeah. I ain't seen you in church in a while. <laughs> right. What's going on? Where's, where you oh, been? Oh, well, you know, I've been um, doing this on Sundays and doing that on Sundays and right. football's on Sundays. Right. So my husband, uh, he likes to watch the game at the house. So instead of me going to church by myself, I just watched online and I'm going, listen. Yeah, listen, there, it, I, that's, you know, the, that's the hard part. It's like I've, you know? I've gotten in contact with a lot of a lot of women lately of just just started talking about our faith, started talking about their walk and majority of them aren't going to church. And so I invite them and I tell them and they're like, you know, the last time I felt really good is when I was in church. And I'm like, yeah, you should. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it's all up to you on on, like you said, on, on what you're going to allow and where your convictions lie. And I think when someone doesn't um the, the whole unequally yoked and is willing yeah. to, I guess I would say, um, uh, what's the word? Um, basically allow themselves to, um, not downgrade, but what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about, um, like they're willing to, uh, um, lower, no, it's not even lowering their standards. What'd you say? compromise thank you they're willing to compromise because their desires to be in a relationship and it's like i know my sister we talk about it all the time what's the first thing we ask Allie every time when we she goes on a date Mm -hmm. is he a christian right and sometimes she'd be like no No. he's a muslim he's this and we're (laughs) like and how's it going she's like it ain't and so you're like okay because you know she knows where her convictions lie yeah and they don't only lie with christ but they lie within her family who who knows and upholds her to what she we know is true in her so i think that's the hard part too is there's a lot of a lot of relationships that are going on too that are just not even willing to listen to accountability. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting themselves wrapped up in this facade that, Oh, maybe he will, or, or I can convert him or her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but I, I kind of want to backtrack and see where your faith was prior to you even meeting that person. Cause if your faith was like at a five, you ain't convert nobody. Yeah. Unless, yeah. 
<laughs> and let's just be honest. Like, mm-hmm. if we could be honest, uh, but if you're saying like, okay, you're an eight, your eight wouldn't allow you to date somebody at that yeah, point. Yeah. Then, so and, and so like, and we'll close with this. So like, when we were dating, I only had, I only had, um, besides you having to be a believer, I only had. Uh, two things that were deal breakers Mm -hmm. and it was you have to go to church every Sunday and I mean it's as much as possible but like it has to be a habit and then you you have to serve in church yes those were my personal like hey you don't have to do this you know but those would be deal breakers for me like I will not progress this relationship much further Mm -hmm. if those two things are not of value and the, the reason why they were valued number one um I believed as a pastor that I, be, I believe the hope of the world is the local church. So I didn't want to date a girl that was loose on attending church. Yeah. So I come sometimes I don't like, it was like, no, that has to be important to you. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's important to me. At the time you weren't serving church regularly and you had mm-hmm. gone years without serving right. at a church regularly. Right. Cause you've been so many places, but you also didn't. Yeah. So for me, it was like, you also have to be serving, serving church because I had known, I have seen over the years as a pastor, so many people who who would love to serve and then they come and they go, my wife doesn't really want me to serve right Mm -hmm. now. My husband really doesn't want me to serve right now. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take time off and I'll be like, well, why? Like, are you guys going to fill your time with it? No, they just don't like that. I come to church early and serve. I'll be like, what? Like you're using your gift, your spiritual gifts. So for me, dating a girl was like, you have to serve in church because if I'm serving in church, you don't even have to serve where I'm at. Like you just need to serve because you need to see that as believers, we don't live selfish lives. We live selfless lives. So if you're a person that's like, I don't give up my Sunday morning to go help those kids or to go serve and welcome someone to church. Then I'd be like, you're probably a great person, but you're not the person for me because mm-hmm. I live my life sacrificially in that way. Yeah. And so if that's not for you, that's great. And then me, I was kind of the first dedicated Christian. So I would ask you like, what was your deal breakers? And you were like, Oh, don't cheat on me. You know, like <laughs> that's about as far as it went, you know, like it wasn't like, Oh, Facts. character wise or Facts. anything. It was just like, no, don't be, uh, you know, don't be a dishonest. Like, Please. okay. I think I, uh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and Thanks. then it got deeper from there, but yeah. that was the start that right, was, of, yeah. of the conversation, you know, a few dates in or whatever it yep. was. So, so yeah, hopefully this conversation, uh, opened up some doors for I mean, we, you always, we could keep talking all day, but we yeah. set these for under an hour for a reason. So, um, it's good. you know, um, I'm glad we did that topic. Yeah. Was a good one. I would love to hear from people's comments. Like, like what, what is the center of your spider web? Like yeah. what are some things that are center of your spider web? Uh, you know, for, for me, it is politics is very important yeah. in mine. Yours is family. family. Both of ours is Christ. Both of ours is the local church. Yep. Both of us is our children. Yep. That's it. You know, outer webs for me is like sports yeah you know like i don't i'm loose on it yeah. don't care you got a team that's going against my team i don't care yeah. you know go win yeah. i don't care other people are like no my you know yeah, that's yeah. center where yeah. sundays we wear jerseys and <laughs> stuff so so i'd be like i'd love to hear from people like what 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 do you believe what's on the center of your web what's on the outside of your web be good to see in the comments food in the middle yeah, I got food in there too. Yeah, yeah, food. If I, yeah, if Ashley was like, oh, I don't, I don't eat. Um, I just like salads. <laughs> I don't I eat. Sal- I'd be like, uh, like I don't like new restaurants. I'd be like, oh my gosh. Or she was just a chicken tender and fries girl. Oh. I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you could see his face. 
<laughs> yeah, or she was a girl that just ate boneless wings and not bone-in bone wings. Bone-in, oh, we had gosh. that conversation you know? yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you ain't a wing person then. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secure our world. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash profits 23. Shopify.com slash profits 23.